BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Gideon George will hand off on the wing right side block. We'll send out to Gideon. Big three. Got it! Gideon George for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Now, here's your host, Cleon Wall. Good afternoon, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Today, the BYU Cougars host the Utah Utes. I'm not sure what else to say. I mean, it's the biggest game of the year outside of conference play. Yes, I know. BYU played number 21 Creighton last week, and they played three good teams down in the Bahamas. But nothing is like the rivalry matchup between BYU and Utah. I will readily admit I miss these teams playing in the same conference and playing at least twice a year. But I'll take what I can get when it comes to this game. This will be the 263rd meeting between these two rivals. And if you didn't know, this series has been a close one. In the previous 262 games, Utah has won 129 and BYU has won 133, including last year's 75-64 victory in the Huntsman Center. And you can thank Tijon Lucas for last year's victory. Tijon Lucas dribbles inside the arc, goes right to the rim, off the glass and in. Lucas pulls up inside the free throw line and puts BYU back on top, 41-40. Tijon Lucas is feeling it right now. I would feed him the ball every offensive possession. Tijon drives into the paint, spins in, little pump fake. Finds Gideon George, who cut in. Baseline cut off. Pass back to Lucas. And he hits the three! 43, Tijon Lucas leading the way for the Cougars. Lucas scored 18 points on 8 of 10 shooting in the game. Alex Barcelo had 17 points, and Gavin Baxter chipped in 14. Caleb Lohner led the Cougars in rebounding with 12, and he also had 10 points. Did you notice that every person I mentioned is not playing for BYU this season? Well, Gideon George, he had 4 points on 2 of 3 from the field. Fusini Traore was only one of seven, and Spencer Johnson struggled in that game. Three of 12. Trey Stewart watched the game from the bench, and Noah Waterman, Jackson Robinson, and Rudy Williams all played on different teams last year. They have no idea what it's like to play in this rivalry game. This game will have a different feel this season compared to last, if you haven't noticed. Not only is it at the Marriott Center, but Utah could be considered the better team and should be favored to win. They're 9-2 and on the season and have already beaten Arizona, which is ranked 4th in the nation at the time. They're now number 9. And some of BYU's most experienced players have been dealing with injuries. Trevin Nell hasn't played this year. Spencer Johnson hasn't played since Thanksgiving. And Foos missed the last game. Then again, maybe it won't have a different feel. I mean, it's the rivalry game. And it's always so intense, no matter how good or bad the teams are. And it's just so fun. Both teams really want to win this game for different reasons, like streaks or revenge or proving they're better than their record is right now. And then there's the main reason to win the rivalry game, and that's, I don't know, to beat your rival. Tyler Haas knows a thing or two about the rivalry. He's a basketball analyst for BYU Broadcasting and is the Cougars' all-time leading scorer. On the Behind the Mic podcast, Haas talked about how his rivalry roots run deep. His grandfather only liked to watch the Utes when they were losing. His dad played for BYU and grew up in the Salt Lake Valley, and Tyler admitted that he really thought about signing with the Utes out of high school, 
after the Utes showed him tons of love. Here's my conversation with Tyler, who had a memorable first couple of rivalry games in the 2009-2010 season when the two teams were still conference rivals. Okay, let's talk about that first game against the Utes. It's in 2010. You're a freshman. It's at the Marriott Center. What what was that atmosphere like? What was it like playing against those guys that you had actually worked out with from the University of Utah? Was there trash talking going on? What what do you remember from that game? Well, uh, yeah, I remember a lot. It was really intense. It was it was an emotional game because it was a, a coaches versus cancer game. And, you know, Coach Rose, we didn't even know if he was going to be able to coach us that season. I mean, in the in the middle of our summer workouts, he comes in and, you know, President Samuelson was there. We knew it was serious and he broke the news to us that he had cancer. This is going to be a challenge for me, but something that I can handle. And I mean, guys were in tears. It was like really hard. And then um, in our preseason uh, he, he comes in and says, I'm here, I'm here to stay. We're going to fight together. It's like one of the most powerful meetings I had been a part of. It was like bigger than basketball. You know, we're going to, we're going to do this hard thing together. And I'm going to, you know, I've made a commitment to you guys commit to each other, commit to the team leading up to the Utah game. It's a coaches versus cancer game. We're in pink uniforms. We have, you know, these new pink Nike shoes. Um, and I mean, that the that meeting going into that game was really emotional, just with everything surrounding coach and everything on top of the rivalry and um, just really cool to be a part of on that front. And guys were locked in, guys were you know, chomping at the bit, ready to ready to fight in that game. And um, I can remember, I mean, one of my favorite memories, one of my favorite highlights of my whole basketball career were in that game. It was in the first three or four minutes, Jackson Emery got a steal. And I just was like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here, but I'm going to sprint down the court. Running free throw line to free throw line was really important for me. And I got out ahead of a couple of people and they had they had this seven four um I'm blanking on his name foster he, he was huge and he he was chasing me down from behind and i i caught a pass didn't even have time to dribble and i i found myself in the air and i was like i have to dunk this or i'm going to get blocked <laughs> and i went up and dunked two hands about fell on my head because Foster ran through me. Um, but, you know, just, I mean, the place erupted and it was like it, it, one of the coolest moments of of my whole basketball career. But, you know, I remember the emotions riding really high in that game. Remember Jackson, Jackson took a punch to the mouth. It's like, I don't know. There may have been some some flopping antics and in, in that, but yeah, it, the emotions ran high. There, there was some trash talking. Um, but you know, I, I always felt so fortunate to have the upperclassmen that I did as a freshman. I mean, Jackson and Jimmer and, um, guys like Noah Hartsock and Charles Abuo and, um, you know, Logan Magnuson, these guys that just had been there. It was like, 
there was a calming influence with having um, that good leadership on on those teams that was like, uh, we were going to go to battle and fight and, you know, we're going to step on your throat two or three times. Like that was the mindset of those guys. And it, it was easy to to follow in behind them and especially in a rivalry game. Do you remember your stat line from that game? I I would probably guess, I don't know, t- 10 to 12 points and five or six rebounds. Ooh, you, you're, you're pretty close. You were well, seven for 11 from the field, okay. f- 15 points, seven rebounds, one assist. There was one other guy in double figures that day for BYU. I bet you can guess who it is. <laughs> yeah, probably Jimmer. Yeah, he had 36 in that game. Jimmer, top of the key, three, lead for the Cougars. Jimmer for three. I, I just want to now quickly transition to that first game at the Huntsman Center. You're playing that a little bit later. What was that like compared to, I mean, at least in that first game, you had all this emotion, you're at home, you pick up the victory, but now you're going to go play up at the Huntsman Center. What was that like, and how different was that experience? Yeah, that that was different. Their their crowd is very hostile, very uh, borderline vulgar and in your face. Just like football. Just like football. You know, I can remember my family being there and them yelling all sorts of stuff at my mom and dad and my sister and brother and just it was hard, very eye-opening. You know, you you'd heard I was a big JJ Reddick fan growing up and still am like, I I, th- I think he's awesome, but he, he took a, you know, a lot of, a lot of tough stuff um, in his time at Duke. And so I grew up watching those things and to like be thrown in that moment and experience some of that stuff, you know, cause the, the visiting team's bench is right there by the, the fans. And that was, that was different. Um, I will say, I mean, the the Marriott Center, the energy and the amount of people there was very, very different than being up at Utah. It, it didn't feel as as loud or, or heavy that way. But, I mean, having fans in your face saying stuff, that, that was definitely new. But um, I, think we, I think we dominated that game as well up at the U my freshman year. Yeah, you did. Now, you didn't quite have as good a game in that up at the Huntsman Center. You were one for six, six points, six rebounds, three assists, though. So for a freshman, you know, first game of the Bar- first game of the Huntsman Center, you know, we'll give it to you. Still had six points and six rebounds. <laughs> entire conver- If you want to hear the entire conversation with Tyler Hawes, check out the Behind the Mic podcast wherever you find podcasts or on the BYU radio app. By the way, I am looking forward to seeing how Dallin Hall and Richie Saunders handle this rivalry since they grew up in state and know what it's all about much like Tyler Haas. Coming up next, we'll head to the Marriott Center for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar Pregame Live continues in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Cleon Wall with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant, who is live at the Marriott Center right now. Mark, we heard from Tyler Haas about his first experience in the rivalry game. You played in the rivalry game. Your brother played in the rivalry game. But real quickly, how did you indoctrinate your kids into the BYU-Utah rivalry game? 
<laughs> well, listen, if you want to have dinner in our household, you better cheer for BYU. <laughs> I mean, I, listen, it, you understand that very early, that it's not an option. And uh, so we'll see if we can hold on to that as they get older. But so far, so good. The rivalry, Cleon, has been such a big part of my life. You know, my first memories are going to watch my brother play. And I lived and died with those games with Ainge and Durant and Roberts and Kite against Chambers and Reigns and Mannion and Hendricks. I mean, those were just great, great battles back then. And then I got to play in, in, in those rivalries when it was Roger Reed against Rick Majerus, two of the great coaches ever. And it was just such epic battles. And then kind of since then, it seems like you know, Utah's had an up period and has been down for a while. And BYU was down and then they were up for a while. And and I think both teams are just kind of at a point where I hope now, again, Cleon, where you, you, you're playing at a high level and you can have some of these epic battles again. I mean, it's nice to beat the Utes uh, pretty regularly lately, but this is a different team, different coach. I like their coach, and, and they're playing really good basketball. And I, I just want to see the rivalry be special again and, and have really good teams play. And we'll see how it goes today. Like I said, this Utah team, it looks really, really good. And they beat Arizona and have some good wins. And BYU certainly been up and down this year but uh, obviously they're playing here in the Merritt Center so that's a, a big benefit for BYU but I'm just excited to see this rivalry again I get queasy about it every time <laughs> I see the color red man I get queasy man. it's just it, it was a it, it was a big deal and is a big deal to me and it may kind of go by the wayside for some now but it, it will always be special to me two games ago it was a little bit lesser deal and we get this every year when BYU plays against a lower division team around finals week this season it was Western Oregon BYU hammers them 97-64 the impressive stat for me was 28 assists in the game so my big takeaway is that when you share the ball it turns out well but the game was against Western Oregon so Mark what do we really take away from that game well, not a whole lot. You just want to see guys get confident, get better. I thought Gideon, I think he's getting better. He played a nice game. I think Richie Saunders is a guy that is really playing good basketball right now. He's kind of learning that he's he's capable and can get up, put the ball on the floor, and go score at the rim. That's important. Dallin Hall he continues to play good basketball. So I just want to see guys in those kind of games just you know get better, don't get some bad habits just because you, you can do stuff that you otherwise wouldn't be able to do against, say, a team like Utah. And, and just you just want guys to be confident. So now you get a big win against Creighton, a really good team. You, you, you know, you, you shoot the ball well, play well here at home. Now, now you've got probably your biggest challenge of the year uh, with Utah and the rivalry game. And this is, this is a Utah team. The thing that jumps out at me more than anything is they're really good on defense. And, and, and so if... You know, you had a lot of free looks and some kind of easy shots against Western Oregon. Those won't be here tonight. So you really have to, you know, be smart, pump fake, move the ball on the perimeter, be patient, and, and get those open looks because Utah is is really, I mean, a top ten type defensive team, and it's going to be a real struggle to get good looks for BYU and to keep that confidence level high because they're going to challenge every shot you shoot. And Utah's good on offense, too. And part of that is due to seven-foot center Brandon Carlson, who's also a local. He'd love to win this game tonight. And he could be a beast. He's shooting 55% from the field, and he scored 27 points against UTSA earlier this week. What's what's the best way to slow down a big guy when you might be a little bit undersized? I know that, you know, Foose and... And Atiki, they they have the the girth and they're they're tough guys, but they're also a little shorter than uh, than Brandon Carlson is. 
he, he presents some real challenges. I remember watching Brendan as a, a, a boy at Bingham High and uh, was really impressed with him. And, you know, he's kind of taken a little while to really develop, but he's, he's got it now. He's got all aspects of the game and so long, strong, and he's super aggressive right now. And so maybe you, one thing you try and do is, you know, maybe try and get him into foul trouble. He's a little prone to that, I think. And But, but I mean, it's a challenge. Be BYU was lucky not to have to play Colt Brenner with Creighton, but it might have been better for them in this game to play against a guy like that because he's Carlson's a lot like Colt Brenner, and uh, so they'd be used to that. But they did play against a really long, good defender uh, at UBU and have had some other guys. So one of the things you got to do with a shot-blocking team like Utah and Carlson is, is go into the body, try and take away their legs, and also give a lot of pump fakes and get guys up in the air because – if there's separation and you go up the first time, Carlson will get it. He'll send it right back to you. This will be Gideon George's third and final rivalry game, and you mentioned a little bit about him. He, by the way, he has such a great story, and you just root for him the whole entire time. I, and I hope I hope a lot of people donate to the Sneakers for Africa shoe drive tonight or this afternoon at the Marriott Center. What are you kind of hoping for him in his final, re- final rivalry game? Well, any guy that you know will elect to come back and, and finish and uh, commit to the university to try and do some things here has my respect. I I love him a lot, and uh, I I hope that if you haven't left yet, bring some shoes. That's an enormously wonderful cause that he has spearheaded. I love that about a bunch of these BYU players. It's not about necessarily about them and the NIL and all that stuff, but they have these causes that they really work hard at and to, to benefit the places where they've come from and here and, and, and so it's a beautiful thing and uh, I, you know I, what I want from Gideon is to kind of take the mantle of leadership and, and be be the guy for BYU be this the 20 point a game scorer you know make smart decisions get those offensive rebounds play hard he needs to lead this team with his effort and he also needs to you know be more aggressive offensively I think we're starting to see that from him and uh and in, in my view, I mean, if he doesn't have a nice game tonight, it's going to be a long night for BYU. Fuseni Traori, Traori uh, Jason Shepard, by the way, just tweeted out that he is going to play in tonight's game, which is good. Uh, BYU is really going to need him uh, down in the low post. You know, we've been missing Spencer Johnson for the last uh, few games, actually quite a few games since uh, Thanksgiving. Trevin Nell hasn't played so much this season. Uh, how much is BYU right now missing those two guys? Because not only are they upperclassmen, but they're good shooters, and they have some leadership ability in them, too. Well, Santa, if you're listening, all I want for Christmas is a healthy <laughs> basketball team. Is that too much to ask? I mean, I can't remember the last time BYU had a fully healthy basketball team. It seems like it's been years and years. And well, I hope we see Trevin and, and Spencer very quickly, and I hope Foose can play tonight. I mean, that got kind of lower body injury that can kind of you know it's, it's just hard to play through it's just hard and, and he's so critical you talk about Carlson you have to have somebody that can kind of match that production and he's certainly a guy that can do it so I hope he can play and play effectively uh, you know if you add boost to the to the guys already out and it's just the, the facts are you got three starters that would be out and that's it's hard to win basketball games when when you have to do that but BYU one thing I like about this team, probably the most promising thing is how hard they've been playing lately, the way they've been crashing the boards and playing hard defense. And just, I mean, the effort, certainly, you can't complain about that from BYU. Now you just need guys to be healthy and on the floor and, and, and put that with that good effort, and, and you'll have something. Mark, thank you so much for your time. It's been great talking to you. 
I can't wait to hear your call of this 263rd rivalry game. It's no matter what happens in the end, I just love the rivalry game. Yeah, it's really special. It's an honor to be a part of, and uh, I hope it goes, goes on for long after I'm gone. <laughs> Mark, thanks a lot. Good, you have a great call tonight. Hey, thanks, Cleon. See you. All right, bye. Go to Big O Tires and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. After a quick timeout, we'll look at some of the the other scores on a busy day in college sports and professional sports around the nation. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live. Here's Cleon Wall. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. We're getting you ready for BYU in Utah, the 263rd meeting of these two rivals. BYU, the women's basketball team, that is, is playing in Spokane, Washington today against the Gonzaga Bulldogs. They just started the second quarter. BYU hanging tough. Gonzaga has an 18-16 to lead. 8.37 left to go in the second quarter. Men's basketball, top 25, tons of teams playing against each other, like top 25 matchups against teams uh, today. Uh, Fifth-ranked Houston, they go into Virginia today, and they win 69-61. Again, let's point this out, BYU fans. You're going to be playing Houston next year. (laughs) That's a really good team. And we haven't even got to the other teams that we're talking about, like Kansas or other teams like that. Oh, by the way, 8th-ranked Kansas played 14th-ranked Indiana today, and they won today 84-62. A team that's in BYU's current conference, the Gonzaga Bulldogs, they're 15th-ranked in the nation right now. They go down to Alabama. They didn't play at Alabama's home. It was a neutral site, but they go down to Alabama, and they beat the 4th-ranked Crimson Tide 100-90. to Drew Timmy, 29 points and 10 rebounds in the win. 17th-ranked Mississippi State beats Nichols 68-66. to That's a Nichols team that BYU beat earlier this season. 25th ranked Miami beats St. Francis, Pennsylvania 91 to 76 today. In the West Coast Conference, there is one game going on right now. UNLV hosting San Francisco. And uh, the Running Rebels have a 25 19 lead on the Dons of San Francisco. By the way, UNLV uh, 10-0 on the season. And also, lastly, in the NFL, the Indianapolis Colts had a 33-0 lead at halftime over the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota comes all the way back, forces overtime, and wins 39-36. to That's going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, we'll send you to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Jason Shepard. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join your host, Jason Shepard. 
Good afternoon, BYU basketball fans, and welcome courtside at the Marriott Center in beautiful Provo, Utah. Today, it's the rivalry game, basketball edition, as the 7-5 BYU Cougars host the 9-2 Utah running Utes. My name is Jason Shepard, joined by my broadcast partner and good friend, Mark Durant, who's waving to nobody. BYU heads into today's matchup, Mark, riding a two-game winning streak. The Cougars took care of business on Thursday, beating Western Oregon 97-64. It was a career night for BYU's freshman trio of Hall, Saunders, and Toulson. Richie Saunders scored a career-high 17. Hall had a career-high 14. And Toulson chipped in 10, also a career-high. Mark, the win was over a D2 school, but it was a game that saw the young guys shine, that BYU controlled, and one that you hope helps this team find some consistency and maybe bring some confidence into today's matchup against a very good Utah team. It is a good Utah team, and it's been a little bit rare the last, what, 10 years to, to say BYU's the underdog in this rivalry game, but I think that's the case. Utah beat Arizona, beat Washington State, uh, you know, has a good solid record. They're a really good defensive team, good offensive team, really, and uh, and they have a really good coach, I, I think, is the right coach for Utah going forward. So this is a real challenge. So, so we've got to say, well, where's BYU right now? They really hit the skids there a couple weeks ago with the UBU and South Dakota games, but I think they've bounced back a little bit. I think what you're even more so than consistency from shooting, consistency from shooting and things like that. It's consistency of effort. I think BYU's really found out how hard they need to play to, to be successful and to win basketball games. They will need to play as hard as they've ever played to be in this game here at the Merritt Center. But you know, I like these guys. I, I think you are seeing more confidence from some of the younger guys. Gideon's playing better, so we'll see what happens. You never know in the rivalry game, Jason. Coming up next, my pregame conversation with the head coach of the Cougars, Mark Pope, as the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Welcome back to the Marriott Center. Hopefully your Saturday is treating you well. BYU hosting Utah today in a rivalry matchup. The Cougars entering today's game with a record of 7-5, having won two in a row. Utah coming in with a record of 9-2 and two and playing some very good basketball, Mark, as we watch both teams warm up. I know in the NFL it was called the color rush uniforms, but that's essentially what we've got here for BYU and Utah. The Cougars in the all-royal, which is just such a crazy crisp, clean look, and Utah in the all-red. Isn't that what it always boils down to, Mark? Blue versus red. Blue versus red. I love it, and there's no question when you look up in the fans who's cheering for what team. I mean, this is really fun, and you know, this Utah team's kind of got a little bit of throwback uniform going here, and they're kind of throwing back to the, the times of Chambers and Brains and really good defensive teams that I remember. You got third in defense in the nation and fifth in defense for three-point field goals, so BYU really has to be smart and attack this defense in the right way. The Cougars won in Salt Lake City last season, 75-64. In fact, BYU has won two in a row against Utah and holds an all-time series advantage at 133-129. to At the Marriott Center, the Cougars are 27-18, and and head coach Mark Pope, while in charge at BYU, so while the head coach has a 2-1 and record against his rival in red. And speaking of Coach Pope, it's time for our pregame chat, and it's brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank, bank is for you and 
after dropping two in a row, I asked Coach Pope how he feels about his team now that they've won two in a row. Probably exactly the same. I mean, um, this is a, this is a really fun group to coach, and um, it's fun because they're growing before our very very eyes, and growth is super painful and super exhilarating. And um, so, I don't think that feeling is going to change throughout the course of the season. I think it's going to be just really exciting to see every day what these guys um, kind of grow into and what they become. And it's going to be uh, frustrating and require some patience with the things, the spaces where we're learning and. Um, it's actually, it's really, really uh, fun, and it's um, it's a beautiful way to, to kind of race through the season. Um, but but uh, not, that's probably not going to change much throughout the course of the year. I remember asking you probably a week, maybe two weeks ago, about the freshmen, and, and you'd said, really pleased with what they're doing. I wish I hadn't had to rely on them as much. But, man, coming off the game that all three had career highs, they really have provided you with something important over the last couple of games. Yeah, they're, they're, listen, they're such terrific guys. Guys, and um, and they're really, really talented, and they're going to grow into really, really good basketball players. Um, and so it's it's fun for all of us to be able to witness the the process up close. You know, for most freshmen around the country. Um, you know, at least on good teams, uh, the young guys have to grow through practice and they have to go through uh, kind of years of paying their dues and um, and and they grow up kind of behind the curtain. Um, for us this year, uh, guys are growing before everybody's eyes and that's super fun. We got a 9-2 Utah team coming in. It's the rivalry game. Everybody knows what that means. What do you make of this matchup and specifically this Utah team? Well, it's always such a, it's such a fun game. Like, it's something we look forward to so much. Um, uh, they're playing really well right now they're a good team they're a veteran team that's been together for a long time uh they're you know really uh, had a ton of success from behind the three-point line and guard the three-point line and, and and guard inside too they're making it really hard for teams to score um you know they have a you know all-conference uh veteran player and brandon carlson and and uh, to a good team but you can kind of throw all that all that, that out the window uh when you get a rivalry game you know these in-state games are so fun because it just, um, you know, none of the, the metrics really hold up. You just go out and battle. And so I think this will be uh, every bit of that. Foose missed the Western Oregon game. What is his status for uh, today? We're going to try and go with him. Uh, you know, I don't know if we're going to get two minutes at him or 20, but um, he, he practiced, you know, did half a practice yesterday, and, and he felt uh, pretty pain-free. So, you know, cross your fingers and, and uh, say a prayer and hope that, um, you know, it's hoping he feels good through, through the course of this game. Does he start or do you go with the same starting line? Lineups you had to get some Western Oregon and have him come off the bench. No, no we're going to start him, and, and uh, like I said, we'll see, we'll see what kind of minutes we can get out of him. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you after. Thanks, guys. All right, that's BYU head coach Mark Pope, and that's certainly good uh, to hear that Foose is available and is going to get the start today. And look, uh, having a guy like that uh, in the lineup, uh, while BYU is not a very big team to begin with, that's having a guy in the low post like that, that's certainly going to help. Yeah, he's one of the few guys that could score on a guy like Carlson and be an offensive threat in the paint, so that is critical and I think you know some of the other keys for the game Jason are going to be BYU has to shoot a decent number from the three Utah guards the three at about 25 percent so that's a real challenge BYU's got to be around 35 percent to have a chance because it's going to be hard to score at the rim and then they, 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 they got to continue to dominate, dominate the offensive boards get a couple looks every time get those offensive boards and that, that's again that's a tough against a team like Utah is a good rebounding team so it's going to be a challenge but a doable challenge 
Tonight's keys to the game that Mark just gave you, brought to you by your local Ford stores, BYU Basketball, built Ford Proud. The crowd still filing into the Marriott Center, mostly blue. There are certainly patches of red. We was told earlier we're expecting a sellout, so it, uh, at least that's what I was told, which, look, when it's BYU and Utah, you know the atmosphere is going to be fantastic, because it always is, but get this place packed, get this place rocking, and I think we're, uh, we're in for a good one today. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now, let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside Jason Shepard. The 9-2 Utes in town to face the 7-5 Cougars. Welcome back inside the Marriott Center, our Bilt Bar courtside seats as we get you ready for the rivalry game. And uh, as is typically the case in the rivalry game, there are crossovers between the two programs. We have former BYU assistant coach Chris Burgess, who obviously played his college basketball at Utah, now an assistant with Utah. Also, former Cougar forward Gavin Baxter transferred to Utah in the offseason. Unfortunately for Gav, he announced a few weeks ago that he is uh, retiring from basketball due to uh, continual injury issues. Uh, Mark was so much familiarity between the coaches and the players. There really aren't many secrets between these two schools when they play. No, there's not anyway. And then, you know, Coach Burgess obviously coached with Mark Pope for many years, so he knows Mark Pope. I almost think that it would be fair before you would let your assistant go to another school, you guys say, I'll let you go, but for the week before we play each other, you have to go to a deserted island without a phone. And that's the only way we're going to let you go. But as it is, I mean, they already know each other. They know what the uh, Craig Smith's been around as well. And I, I remember the Roger Reed and, and Rick Majerus battles. And w- what would happen is we'd go down and Utah would have the ball. We'd call out the play that they were running because we knew exactly what they were doing. And then the other end, they'd call out the play we were about to run. And so we, I mean, you just know each other because summers you play against each other and the schools, you see each other all the time. And so this, it, there are no secrets between these two teams. Now it's just a matter of just going out and see who's, see who's the better team and who plays harder and who can get the win. Well, and you have a lot of these coaches that have recruited all of these players. And obviously with Craig Smith being previously at Utah State, he had that situation where he was familiar with all the guys. It's a very unique rivalry when you have 45 miles that separate the two schools. All right, coming up after the break, my conversation. Speaking of Craig Smith, we'll talk with the head coach of the Running Utes when we come back. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Jason Shepard. BYU versus Utah game getting ready to tip off in about 15 minutes. There was a five-minute slide on the broadcast time. So uh, the uh, the TV network, CBS Sports, uh, I'm, I'm assuming the game on prior to is going a little long. So 
we were told there's going to be a five-minute slide before tip-off, uh, but the crowd's still filing in and expecting uh, for this place to be rocking this afternoon for the Cougars and the Utes. Craig Smith is in his second season as the head coach of the Utes. They're off to a strong start, which includes an upset victory at home over fourth-ranked Arizona. His team's leading scorer is center Brandon Carlson with 15 points per game. He also leads Utah in rebounds and blocks with 7-2 and two respectively. Utah is also a very stingy defensive team, ranking fourth nationally in field goal defense and fifth nationally in three-point field goal defense. Utah has only allowed one team to shoot better than 40% against them this season. I was able to get a few minutes with Utah head coach Craig Smith after practice last night, and I asked him if he saw this 9-2 and two start coming. I don't know. I mean, I had an open mind. You know, uh, I wasn't sure what to expect. We got a lot of new guys, a lot of inexperience. Uh, I knew we were going to have to play some freshmen, and I thought we had a pretty healthy schedule. Uh, at the same time, I try not to uh, my whole life. Why would you think this or think that? Just have an open mind. Let's go out and put our best foot forward. And, you know, whatever happens, happens. And so I'm excited where we're at. Uh, we have a great group of young men, and uh, we'll just see where this thing can go. One of the things that has proven to be very accurate about your team is very good defensively. Field goal defense, three-point defense has been a hallmark of this year's team. Why do you feel you're such a good defensive team this year? Well, everywhere we've been, fortunate to be a head coach at four different stops, and that's always been our calling card. Last year, obviously, was a rough year, you know, for the running Utes, and and we were not good on the de- defensive end. We weren't great on the offensive end either, <laughs> Jason, but uh, but we were not good defensively. And we knew, you know, we had to upgrade our athleticism. We knew we had to upgrade our physicality. We knew we had to upgrade our front court, and we did all those kinds of things. And we have a group that really is bought into that into the floor sometimes you shoot it really well sometimes you don't shoot it quite as well but defense travels and our guys have really bought into that in the floor and certainly we've made a monster we've we've grown in a major way from a year ago and you know when you get you know what we're nine and two so we're 11 games in you know early on you're just like okay our numbers are good but is it our opponents right maybe we played some teams that But then once we were able to beat Arizona, who was number one and number two in almost every offensive category nationally, for us to be able to do what we did, it was like, okay, we might be on to something. And then we were able to follow up against Washington State. And so that's been our calling card, and that's something that we're going to have to continue to do, certainly um, against BYU tonight. And as we continue throughout the season, well, we talk about the strong start and I'm sure one of the biggest, if not the biggest reasons for that is the play of Brandon Carlson. I mean, you've, you've asked a lot of him this year. He shouldered a lot of the load and he's proven that, that he can handle that. I would imagine that's uh, quite the luxury to have this year. Well, he's a fourth year guy. You know, he's a returning all pack 12 player and your best players got to be your best players. You know, everybody wants to be the best player. Until it comes time to being the best player, right? And the responsibility that goes with that. And so Brandon's taking it head on. He's obviously a dynamic guy, uh, being a legitimate seven footer. He's worked hard in the weight room. He's never going to be Hercules out there. 
Um, but he is very skilled. He's worked hard at his game. He's really improved um, his game on both ends of the floor. He's one of the best rim protectors in the country this year. Uh, that's why he's rebounding it at a, at a good level, much improved that way. And then obviously offensively, he's a guy that can make shots. The game is slowed down for him, and he's just making a lot of the right decisions um, while he's out on the floor. It's a very different BYU team than the one you faced at the Huntsman Center last year. What are your thoughts on the Cougars? They're obviously coming off their best game of the year, uh, beating a, you know Creighton, who's ranked in the top 25 uh, on a neutral court. They're rebounding it at a very high level. You know, you, every time you think about BYU, you always think of transition. You know, they've always been synonymous for that. And so they've been a little unfortunate with a couple injuries, right? And then they got a lot of new guys out there. And so it takes time to develop chemistry and make that happen. But they have some good wins this year. They played a very difficult schedule. Obviously, they lost a game or two that, you know, they didn't want to, you know, lose. Nobody ever wants to lose. But I know how Mark Pope and his coaching staff do a great job. They got a lot of talent. Williams is a dynamic lead guard, right? They have some guys that can shoot it uh, at a high level. I think Richie Saunders is really coming on. Dallin Hall is an excellent player. And so, and Foose. I mean, I watched our game from a year ago. And, you know, Foose didn't play a ton a year ago as a true freshman. Uh, but just to see the improvements Foose Traore has made is tremendous. And so they're a little bit different, but they're very, uh, they have a very dynamic team. They have a lot of guys that can get it going and they're very balanced when you look at their scoring. And so, and then we know how hard it is to play at the Marriott Center. This place, it's one of the best home courts in the country. It feels like the fans are just swarming you. And so we're going to have our work cut out for us tonight. Craig, it is always a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes. I really do appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Jason. Have a great game. That's Utah head coach Craig Smith. And Mark, Coach Smith has a reputation of being a winner wherever he has gone. He has had success at every stop he has been to, and he's got this Utah team playing well. As a uh, home run for Utah to hire him, I respected him so much at Utah State. His team plays the right way. They play hard. They play good defense. Utah, they, they needed the right coach, and I think they got him. And you can already see the improvement that, uh, that, that we're seeing from Utah under his tutelage. More of the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming your way next as we get you ready for the Cougars and the Utes on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Jason Shepard. We're nearing tip-off here at the Marriott Center. Jason Shepard and Mark Durant with you. Mark, Richie Saunders has put together what I think are his two best games of the season. He scored 10 in the win over Creighton. And as I mentioned earlier, a career-high 17 against Western Oregon. But it's not just the totals. It's his efficiency. And I think how he's he just looks much more comfortable right now. His development has been a huge bright spot for this team. I didn't get to see Richie play a lot in high school, so I wasn't sure about his game. In the first few games, I thought, well, he's a three-point shooter and he's a hard worker. He's a defender. Go get your rebounds. But I've really been surprised to see how his game has developed. And now he 
Got a really quick first step, Jason. He's able to get in the paint. He's strong and he's long and he's able to stretch and be nifty around the hoop. He's, he's become super effective off the dribble scoring at the rim. That, that really helps this BYU team having him do that. Well, and with as much conversation as there is about transfers and bringing guys in that can kind of help plug holes, being able, if you're Coach Pope and this staff, to be able to have three freshmen that are giving you really good minutes right now that they're producing and producing at a high level to be able to have them here now doing that as freshmen that speaks very highly about the foundation that this program is building as it makes its way into the big 12 next year uh, listen, you have missionary moments because you just kind of forget to play when you don't play for a couple years, but they're remembering, and uh, as the more they remember, Dallin and Richie, I thought Tanner, Tanner was terrific the other night, a good shooter. I mean, those guys are the future of the program, and they look really good really early, and uh, that, that's just exciting for BYU, not only now, but going forward. All right, time for a final break. We'll wrap up the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show when we return to the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.